Hello everybody and welcome back to podcast number two of weekly gaming on Xbox with me, Bryce Maldet, your first host known as B2 Gaming Online and uh, me, Trevor, uh, also known as Mini Penguin Gaming Online. And today we have quite a show for you. We got lots of fun little things, channel updates as usual, some fun news topics, and we're following some common trends and doing game of the year, but our own personal list, because honestly, all those game shows just get it wrong because we're so much smarter than them. Um, <laughs> yeah, and okay. We, like, <laughs> and we pretty much have the like mind power of thousands of votes, so it's pretty much the same. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Our votes are what count, not anyone else's. Yeah, they count as like 2,000 people each. Uh, <laughs> um, but we do have some fun news stories. I have like just a few little scribbles written down before we get into the news section or anything like that. There's lots of people saying, and this is an interesting thing, have you heard YouTubers and other people talking about how they think that 2021 will be Minecraft's like big, big year because they did so well in 2020? I have not. I've literally, I don't know why, but like just yesterday I was going through like some random videos just like watching YouTube. Um, and for some reason I have just been noticing that like people have been mentioning if they think that like Minecraft obviously did really well in 2020 because we were all stuck at home. Um, but for some reason everybody is predicting that 2020 is really going to be like Minecraft's year to like take all the momentum that they already have and just like run with it. Uh, and I'm excited to see because I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. Because how have you felt? Like, do you think Minecraft really did that well in 2020? Um, well, it definitely made a comeback in 2019 and then 2020 with, uh, what was it, the Nether update? That will um, yeah. definitely hit hard, which um, they're definitely taking into account and, up and keeping the game. They're making it more suitable for players and now next year's update 2021 being uh the caves and cliffs update will be a very interesting one so um 2021 um i have been talking to some of my friends they quit playing minecraft um but i showed uh one of them a trailer of the 2021 update of caves and cliffs and he said he might actually um jump back into it based off of some of the stuff he's seen because of the way that they are, um, like some updates are coming out with, like with the lightning rods and everything. So I know, and I'm excited about that because that was one thing that I actually saw a lot about, and I think that's why they announced this feature along with revealing some stuff. Because they did, Jens did the, like the reveal book where he talked about like the the design philosophies of Minecraft. And I guess he wrote a book that's only for people who work at Mojang, and he just gives it to any new hires. Um, and in the book, one of the standard things that you do whenever you're designing Minecraft is the player always does everything one block at a time. So if something happens, then it has to be caused by the player. And if you want to do something, like if you want to build an enchantment table, you want to do this, this, or that, it has to be at its baseline one block at a time in design and so how it sounds is they were going through that they were using this new philosophy to figure out and make sure that minecraft as a whole was following those roles and one of the things that they found was like lightning obviously you're just sitting at your house and lightning just destroys your house while you're not even noticing like you didn't cause that that's just a random event that you didn't trigger anything like that 
So they said that that is one of the reasons that they thought of the lightning rod and why they kind of designed it that way was because they saw that that was obviously not following their normal design philosophy. <laughs> so I am excited to see that. that and did you see like copper ages and turns green? Yeah, I knew that was uh, that was a guaranteed feature that they were adding. Um, I'm really excited about that. So like. People are gonna. There are gonna be so many people building the Statue of Liberty with that thing. Uh, yeah, that's I, I true. I already know. Uh, <laughs> that would be nice, though. The Statue of Liberty is great. <laughs> yeah, but think of how much, how much uh, copper you need for that. Oh yeah, and that's the thing. I'm sure most of the builds will probably be creative builds. <laughs> oh yeah, there's gonna be a lot more creative builds with a lot of this stuff. But also those green blocks, I just think first I think it's cool because we've never really had something that marked time in Minecraft to a degree like that, where it's like age. Uh, but second, honestly, you know, all the underwater blocks like Prismarine and stuff, they have a nice green hue to them in the default texture pack. But overall, there's not many like hued greens, like soft greens, kind of like what Apple does with their greens normally. Um, but a lot of them are like the either they're super sharp greens like green wool and green concrete where it's like lime green or neon green and then there's like the really really washed out green where it's like prismarine because prismarine is pretty much blue with like a green tint so it, I feel like that that block slots really well into having a more diverse spectrum of colors I'm excited for that and then the other one was oh I saw digital trends went on record in an article and they like haven't talked about this really like they haven't re-commented on this or anything and they pretty much said they were talking about how like xbox has been going out of stock and stuff and so is ps4 and they said if you can't get a ps4 you probably are better off just to get xbox one anyway <laughs> yeah and i was probably. very surprised to see them say that <laughs> i mean granted it's like um both companies are doing flawlessly right now oh, yeah. and it's like with PlayStation having their new Xbox or their new Xbox size controllers with having bigger controllers now, it's like really it doesn't matter both consoles, like yeah, they've been fighting for years, but they're pretty much the same, so Yeah, that's the thing. And the other thing I saw is like somebody was talking about the new controllers and stuff, and they said they were like, Oh my gosh, Xbox is gonna try to copy PlayStation and they showed a patent for customizable triggers so like triggers with a certain level of pressure um and don't fully quote me on this but i went to the patent website that he linked in his tweet and stuff and usually how patents work is they'll run out if you don't refresh them and so xbox just refreshed that patent this year but it says refreshed it doesn't say um re-release or new release so i'm like 90 percent sure that that patent has probably existed for over 10 years and they just had to refresh it this year or they were going to lose it. <laughs> so it just was really bad timing on their part to refresh it right now. But, like, it's just a patent that's been around for a while. Like, they didn't just come up with the triggers right now. <laughs> yeah. And I guess people are just mad about that because obviously that was a big thing with PlayStation. Is they have, like, a, they have grip triggers now that, like, they'll have a certain level of tension if you're playing certain games. Um, and they have like the haptic feedback where like if you're walking on rocks it feels like rocks almost and if you're walking on glass it feels like glass. It's kind of really cool. I do wish the Xbox would have done something a little bit like that. 
just because like I feel like they could have because the haptics in the Xbox controllers are pretty good. Yeah, so I they feel are. Like there was probably room to maybe engineer them a little more tighter in the new Xbox and then have just even tighter haptics because sometimes they do feel a little vicious. Like they can really shake you if you don't watch yourself. And I noticed that with the new Xbox, fun little side fact, with the new Xbox, whenever I go to turn it off, the haptics, they they feel like they're the same haptic system, like it's the same haptics from the old controllers, um, but they just feel so much more concise. Like they don't, whenever I turn off the controller, it doesn't like shake the whole controller. It shakes like the two back panels, and then it just brings up that menu because it used to like shake the whole controller. And sometimes if I wasn't ready, it would just kind of surprise me a little bit. I'd be like, oh my gosh. <laughs> and so it's kind of nice that they tightened that up a little bit and made it just a little bit more concise. It seems like they they probably did it just because like, I'm sure over time that vicious shaking probably loosened up some of the controller plastics. Probably. <laughs> um, oh, I also saw Xbox Game Pass is rumored to be bringing another subscription service, like how they brought in EA Play. Uh, there's Ooh. some rumors that they might be getting another subscription service. I'm not sure what it is. Well, I do know what it is, but we'll talk about it. <laughs> uh. And I think I'm ex- I'm excited about it. It sounds interesting. I'm wondering if they're just going to get like every major gaming service. <laughs> Eventually. And you'll be Eventually paying like 20 bucks a month or whatever. And that, but the, like you get every service. They'll just bump up their prices after a while. I know, I wonder when they're going to do that, because I'm sure that these are starting to get pricey, so I'm wondering where the fallout is for when they're going to have to start bringing up the price to continue turning over a profit. (laughs) Uh, we'll see. Yeah. Um, oh, and then the final big thing that I saw that was interesting was obviously the Xbox and the PlayStation have been out of stock, we know that, uh, but we are not a show that covers much, like, PC stuff normally. So I did see that, it's interesting, there's a lot of mention of graphics card makers, mainly NVIDIA. Well, Intel's not a graphics card maker, but they're obviously a big seller in the space with doing stuff through RAM and Intel and their official chips and stuff. And then also AMD, there's some rumors that they are nickel and diming their graphics cards now. So they're starting to continue to raise the price of graphics cards but really metering the actual abilities and the speed of the graphics cards so you start to pay more and more for less and less power. (laughs) Hmm. Because it sounds like that's a big thing with Xbox. Because Xbox... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Xbox One's... Xbox Xbox Series X's are being sold at a loss right now, and it sounds like that might be some of the reason that they ended up deciding to sell at a loss is because if they would have sold at a profit, they would have sold a much weaker console, and they don't want to do that. <laughs> mm. So they had to take the loss a little bit because of how pricey AMD's GPUs are getting and their CPUs are getting. I'm excited to hear about that, because that'll be interesting. I I don't know how I feel about it, because it's like, you know, right now the economy isn't the best, so of course some places are going to raise prices. But also... You know, at the end of the day, there's a price that comes with improving performance as well. So maybe they need oh, yeah, to sure. money to keep pushing forward. <laughs> so, what big games have been capturing your interest this week, Mr. Trevor? <laughs> um, 
In terms of upcoming games or games I've been no, playing? Just concurrent, yeah, concurrent games you're playing. Um, well, I got Black Ops Cold War a few days ago. Ooh. And I've been putting a lot of time into playing Zombies because that is definitely my favorite. I've been grinding my way on that. Oh my gosh, um, I had no idea that you were playing Call of Duty Cold War. Oh yeah, I had no idea. Totally didn't spend like time just... playing with the... Like, was it Monday or whatever? That yeah, we were playing? like we were up till like 5am playing it or something. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I know, alright? <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no, Zombies has really captured my order, so, um, it's, I love it. <laughs> I've been playing a bit of GTA, I, I've been keeping up, I went on today and did my daily, uh, my free spin in the casino, I feel oh my God. so accomplished. <laughs> I have to keep doing um, that, I keep forgetting to. Yeah, uh, no, I did that, I got, I uh, did the achievement for robbing all the convenience stores today. Um, oh yeah, I think we talked about that in the show ago. Yeah. <laughs> um, Our favorite. I think it was last show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. What else have I done? I did some stuff for the seat for my company today. My CEO company did a bit of that on G today. Uh, I went out and I dropped off. I think it was six crates, and I think my profit was supposed to be eighty. One thousand dollars, but I ended up getting like over a hundred. I got like a hundred twenty-five thousand for some reason. How did you do that? I have no clue. <laughs> I just delivered everything. I had like no problems. Bonuses? Huh? Did you get like a time bonus for like how fast you did it? I must have. I have no clue. I used like the slowest possible vehicle that gave me. Nobody wow. attacked. The funny, the nice thing though was like nobody came and attacked me or anything. So. That I may, is be, really nice. <laughs> maybe it was like a first time bonus, like oh. drop doing a first time delivery. Yeah, it might have been. Yeah, yeah. Possibly, possibly. But it was, been... yeah. <laughs> it was, yeah. Um, I've been in about the same region. I've been doing Call of Duty a lot. I have a lot of footage there for my Xbox One X review. Um, I've been doing a lot. Well, a bit of. GTA, I keep jumping in and out randomly just to earn money and stuff. I hate the double RP for this week. It's some kind of shooting, uh, almost like team deathmatch something. It's so oh, bad. like last it. team standing. Yes, I hate it. I love last and team standing. It's like one of my favorite things. I love it everywhere but GTA because I hate how shooting <laughs> mechanics are. I see. I want to use the triggers. I'm COD trained. I need triggers. Yeah. <laughs> You're not God trained. I'm what are you talking about? I'm from no, the you're not. No, you're not. I literally not. was born inside of an Xbox that was preloaded with COD. <laughs> uh, considering like this is like your first COD ever playing. No, I played a lot of them. I like Advanced Warfare and junk. This is my first COD where I like have gone a hundred percent in. But I've always played COD. But I've usually just online. Quick match, three matches, get off, and do it again next month. <laughs> but Boy. that still counts. <laughs> oh, mate. Um, and yeah, that's been it, honestly. It's just been COD and GTA. Like, that's been keeping me in the cycle. <laughs> yeah, it's been mainly COD and GTA for me as well. Um, mainly COD. But Any I've been playing. Any anticipated upcoming games for you? 
Um, I haven't really seen a lot of games that I really want that's upcoming, so... I haven't seen... I, I'm gonna look it up right now if there's any, like, big releases coming up, but honestly, after Cyberpunk kind of bopped off, I was like, oh boy, because that was about the... That was about the biggest one that I was looking up to, and then that bonked its head Far right Cry in the Far Cry 6. Far Cry 6 is coming? I guess. I don't know. It popped I up, so. It looks like the there's another Batman game coming. Oh, I forgot. Um, the Medium is coming out January 28th. <laughs> I am Star so Wars. The Lego Star Wars. The Skywalker Saga. Okay, hold up. We're we're changing all this. We're changing all the show subjects. We're gonna need a whole show about <laughs> Star Wars Lego. Star Wars Lego. <laughs> Lego Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, there's really. Yeah, I'm not really seeing a whole lot of upcoming games this next year that I want to. That really look interesting to me. Oh, Twin Mirrors came out. Oh, Twin Mirror came out. Oh my gosh, I didn't even know that. Uh oh. Uh oh, I'm gonna be sucked into my Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize the turn back came out. Dang, that's some like big story game that I'm super excited for. I feel like I'm gonna be really late to it, but like I'm just kind of scrolling through my Xbox right now, trying to figure a few things out, and I saw that I can get Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order for free right now with I think it's EA is it EA Access or Game Pass? That's it's one of them. Game Game Pass has ea access bundled into it yeah now. i know but like one of them so but it still counts EA. as they're still yeah i know but like yeah. they're still kind of counted a little separate it's under ea access and yeah. i just i'm downloading that right now oh so gosh. i have a feeling i'm going to be making a lot of videos on that somehow i have to oh are you excited about that little bit like i was gonna oh. i wanted to get it a long time ago and i never did because i didn't have oh. the money at the time and so oh, now yeah. that i can't now that it's like free free oh that's I the can, secret like, game pass it. really does pop for like just experiences <laughs> it just it lowers the barrier barrier to entry which i feel like is just better for everybody and every studio honestly <laughs> i think i see Wait, where was it? Oh my gosh, I've lost it. So Among Us is releasing on Switch already, which I didn't I didn't download yet because I've been so busy with COD. I haven't downloaded it to my computer with uh, Game Pass yet, so. Ah. And what was the other one? Oh, Call of the Sea. I have to check out because I'm excited about that. It sounds oh, like... I have no idea what it is, but it's an adventure puzzle game. And it's very highly rated, I guess. And so I am excited to see what the jazz is about. iGen gave it a 9 out of 10. So they really did, we're not joking around with that. That'll be interesting. Okay. Oh, that's how I do that. But, I'm figuring stuff out so I can record for my Xbox. Because oh it's not going. It's not saving to my external memory drive. Oh, because yeah, it's not formatted for my computer yet. So I got to do that. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm not anyway. sure I think. <laughs> later. I don't anyway, to. so that's all the exciting news that we have um, coming up. We got lots of fun stuff. We got channel updates news and game of the year coming up, which will be super exciting. We have a nice, longer-winded show on us coming up. So please stick around. I hope that you're enjoying. I hope that you checked out the last two podcasts, and I hope that you enjoyed this one just as much as them. And we will see you guys after the break. We'll be right back.
Hello everybody and welcome back. I hope you liked your like five second break. <laughs> so now we just have some general fun little channel updates. Um, Trevor, do you want to start with your tiny little updates? <laughs> um, I suppose. I don't really have anything too major. Um, I guess today I had a good short little two hour stream. Um, so that was pretty handy, but like final thing will only be, it'll be a little less than two hours. I've been going through uh, the video and kind of cutting some stuff out, like some stuff that's just dragged on for a while that really does not need to be in there. Yeah. So just kind of trimming some of that stuff out. Um, it was a good short stream. It wasn't too bad. Um, I'm debating splitting up. Um, I'm debating it. I don't think I'll do it. Like splitting up each game I played kind of like have like different games or whatever or like yeah, trying to go nice. through it would be but at the same time it like kind of takes away from the whole like there's a whole stream <laughs> so yeah yeah there's like highlight clips though if you're going for that kind of style it would be yeah i think no nah, i i think my main like, like my plan was like you know i played i think i three or four zombies matches. So like play one, put that as a separate video, put another, that is a whole video. And the other one, that was a whole video, like just short stuff like that. But yeah, that's not too bad of an idea. Uh, I, I think for this one, I'm just going to call it, um, call it good and upload what, it, what I have for. No, that works that I can't remember where no. my save locations are. It's just it's a jumble. Do you did you do it on Twitch? Yeah. Do you um, backlog your stuff? Like if people go to your Twitch channel, can they see your previous streams? Um I believe I have that turned on should. Let me check it out. It yeah Oh wow, it has seven views <laughs> as of right now, as of checking it now. Um, yeah, it backlogs it. I don't know how long for. I think it's only. Oh wow. Oh wow. <laughs> I have also. Wow. I, 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 like, I clicked on something and it's like. What are these? These are old. Well, yeah, they're clips from four or five months ago back in like oh these are definitely older than four months but these I'll are like that. old clips from months and months ago so like that's what i was clicking on um but yeah the videos those uh people can go back and watch um past streams or whatever like create highlights and whatever from them I don't know yeah, how long they are fun. out, how they're how long they stay for though. That's one thing I cannot tell you. I was about to say I think it works like YouTube unless you set it otherwise, so it'll just like always be there unless you delete it or set it to go private mm. after a certain amount of time. Because it used to be after a certain amount of hours, but now they have like the YouTube bundle. Because they even have like a videos tab now, which is really interesting. <laughs> Also, you get that error too. I always get that error. Either you've been disconnected from Black Ops or you like error Z721, and I'm like, what the heck? <laughs> yeah. 
I'm having an issue right now. I just had, I just finished editing my video and I was about ready to save it to get it ready to upload. And now the entire thing is gone. <laughs> I have to redo my entire video. Ah. <laughs> oh, screw it. My gosh. I'll, uh, I'll edit it tomorrow. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not, I'll worry about it tomorrow. We can record tomorrow. Yeah. Um, for me, I just have. We're gonna do doing more Twitch streams for me. I've said this every podcast, but I'm just gonna say it again. We were doing Twitch streams in 2021. That'll be super fun. It's exciting. The first time I'm ready. Woo-hoo! Oh yeah! Whenever this, whenever this podcast comes out, I will be out of office. Friday. Um, I, <laughs> Friday. Because um, you said you wanted to stream like the first or second day of the new year 2021 friday when this stream comes out it'll be 2021 so the you know we could do a stream then oh yeah people could have the podcast open then they're like they open it they're listening and then it's like oh crap they're they're probably streaming now (laughs) they're probably streaming i should go check it out (laughs) we'll stream stream at 12 o'clock right when the podcast releases if they get to see it all in one go (laughs) Mm. Um, but yeah, we're gonna be doing more streams. So we'll stream. Oh my gosh! Well, for so it, we'll... our time zones are different though, so that's 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 one thing. We're only off for like an hour. Yeah, I know. Chances are, I'll probably be asleep at that time. <laughs> I was about to say that would be eleven for you. Yeah. Wow, you're always sleeping when our podcast comes out. <laughs> oh man, Rude. I have to work twelve-hour shifts. Fight me. Rude. It's either I'm sleeping because I was working the day before, or I'm up because I have to work the weekend. So, yeah. Also, the fun thing for next year will be like since we'll have a year of production behind us, we will probably like pre-record episodes for Christmas. I was just thinking about that. That will be fun next year. <laughs> oh yeah, we can. Yeah, that's something I need to work on because like last year, like all of 2020, I was like, okay, I'm gonna get on. I'm gonna record or stream today. Get it ready. Get it on YouTube. I procrastinated doing it. So I didn't procrastinate, but I, I kept saying, I'm going to do this. And then I never did it. That's procrastinating. So I, <sighs> well, no, because like, I didn't fight myself about it. I just like, I didn't feel like. You didn't do it. No, it's either I never had anyone to record with, which, you know, that's, it makes it tough or like i just forgot to like click record or like load up twitch and stream and so i just i forgot to do that so it's just next year 2021 is my year (laughs) that i am going to put myself on a hey you're gonna stream or record today do it or beat myself up for it I see a Snapchat video of you like fighting yourself in your room. I'm like, ha! Huh, you must <laughs> have forgot to do have, a video today. <laughs> I have a punching. I bought a punching bag and I put a picture of my face on it. It's like, you need to do it. I'm just beating the crap out of it. Go record. Go record now. You oh, gotta yeah. quit being lazy. <laughs> <laughs> That's so ridiculous. It's um, fight myself though. <laughs> I don't know. From my perspective, that sounds like procrastinating with extra steps, but whatever. Uh, anyway, what else was I doing? Oh, 
Um, yeah, we'll be back in office and we'll have an Xbox One X review out probably the first or second week of 2021. <laughs> and I think it will be kind of framed as like an entry ticket in 2021. So like here's where Xbox Series X is. Here's where it needs to be going forward. And here's how I feel about its trajectory right now. And if it needs to readjust or continue how it is or improve or whatever. I think that would be interesting. <laughs> yeah. And then obviously it'll be, I'm excited to do it because my dad, bless his soul, got me the Xbox One X for Christmas. I told Trevor this, but I'm telling everybody on the podcast. Um, and he got it from a poacher. Uh, and I won't, I won't expose how much he paid. But it was a ridiculous amount. <laughs> and so I'm very right, blessed to have it. I was on the Xbox website and get it for cheaper then. I, that's what I told him. I just feel bad because I don't like supporting poachers, but also like I'm not going to be mad about getting it. <laughs> but I did tell him in the future, try to avoid getting it from poachers. Because <laughs> that's not the best thing to be doing. <laughs> But yeah, so that was super exciting. That'll be super fun. I'll have a video out about that. And then we'll have tons of videos coming out in 2021. Um, I'm probably going to do a time lapse of me ripping down the Christmas tree, which will be fun. Uh. I'll probably do that like January 10th. I'll probably do it after the first week of January. We're probably going to turn off Christmas mode on the server. Mm. So that'll be fun. So anybody, <laughs> everybody on the server, I haven't said this yet, but anybody who, anybody who wants to get their videos out, you better... Get them done soon. <laughs> I haven't been on the server since I think the last time I was on it was like a week before Christmas is the last time I've been on it. So it's been a while. I keep like slowly maintaining it. I just hop on, like harvest my crops and then hop off. <laughs> yeah, I really need to work on getting on and like spending a few hours like do something. It's just I have like like my ideas and plans, it it just makes more sense when there's someone else on the server for me. Yeah. Like regardless if like we are working on it together or like they're just afk just someone else on the server like yeah it just makes more sense for me to do it that way oh yeah and i was about to say honestly sometimes like i said sometimes you gotta take my strategy to just sit there and just be like okay i'm just gonna hop on for 20 minutes today and just collect some stuff for the project that i'm gonna do soon you know because then whenever you go to do the project it's not as stressful and it might be even like upwards of an hour off of what it would have taken to do the project you know what i mean yeah because that's what i did with the christmas tree before i started building it i just hopped on randomly like mined some trees and mined some leaves and then hopped off so whenever i finally did get up to doing it it actually wasn't honestly that bad after it was all said and done <laughs> wasn't easy but it wasn't that bad <laughs> yeah so it wasn't too bad. That's good. But yeah, I think that's all the big channel update stuff. Is that all you have, Trevor? Uh, I think so. And I guess uh, the only other thing I really have to say is, like, depending on how 2021 goes, um, if it goes pretty well and, you know, I can hit 100 subscribers by the end of the year, which that's the goal. Because <laughs> I am, like, I'm not doing too hot right now. I am... Uh, kind of only at 36 <laughs> kind of only at 36 so uh if i can hit um 100 by the end of um by the end of the year i think uh i don't know we'll see what happens i gotta see how this i want to see how this year goes 
the year will definitely play yeah. a big pull. It'll it'll play a big part. So I, was I am. To say we're starting on a good trajectory. I'm kind of thinking of uh, maybe uh, switching up the logo. I might change my logo, but again, you know, it's funny. I was literally just about to say something about that because I just finally took a close look at your logo, and I just realized that like. It's so cute, but it definitely could use just a little bit of a cleanup. <laughs> yeah, I think I think I'm gonna try and change it completely. It is kind of cute because like I did kind of customize it a bit. I re I like I found a picture and I kind of like, like redid it a bit. Um, my banner on um needs to change a bit as well. Um, hey, the banner is nice. It just needs some improvement. Yeah, I think what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna see if I can download photoshop again granted i'm gonna have to buy it and i don't want to do that <laughs> um, yeah but i think my i'm gonna switch up the logo try and redesign something new um the banner i need to figure out something to do for that because it's kind of tough to design those um yeah. i have an idea but at the same time we'll see what happens i have to get Honestly, photoshop now i think about it now that I think about it, I really hope B2 Gaming gets to 100 subscribers because we're already halfway there, actually. I am uh, just, I'm like, 30, I'm 36% of the way there. I was about to say you're over one third. So, that's honestly the first hurdle. <laughs> yeah. Once you get over one third, it seems exponential, so you just have to keep going upwards. Yeah. Well, I'm hoping for the best, though. We'll see what oh, happens. If I, can, if I can get up there, um... Like, definitely, I think definitely, for sure, I'm going to change the logo and everything by the end of the year. That is my oh, goal. And yeah. I have I have 367 days until the end of next year. Oh, I Be thought you meant the end of this year. I was like, uh, you have oh, tomorrow? No, <laughs> I would not have amount, enough time for that. Like I was like, go for it. <laughs> no, the end of uh, 2021. So I have 367 days. Well, I guess 366 days until the end of 2021 and so I, like it. I, I think I can get a new logo out and redesign my brand change change it up a bit probably set out a new intro and outro video um, intro outros uh, those would be kind of probably very useful oh yeah because um, mine aren't the very best right now um, mm -hmm. so I'm just gonna. I'm gonna hope. Hopefully, I can get there. Oh yeah, you have time. We have I have plenty of time. Yeah. And we're infrastructuring our network, so hopefully that will help you. Yeah. <laughs> I still have to go. Sure. We're under our old branding. I just looked at my Twitch and I just realized I'm still in our old branding actually. So I have to go through there and fix that. I don't even know if I have my business email in here. I might have my personal email, which isn't good. <laughs> <laughs> Not I'm very gonna, professional. <laughs> yeah, I think there's some stuff that I could probably go. I have 15 followers on Twitch. I, I, I gained a new one today, so I guess I can put that under channel updates. But I think there you go. Um, I definitely want to explore a bit because what is going on? My <laughs> my stream from the day started playing randomly. <laughs> it's like oh what is? Gosh. I mean, I hear the Call of Duty music. I was like, what is going on? I don't. I'm, any, I'm not even running the game. No, it's right. Okay, um, but um, I'm gonna go through because there's all these like extra things that I can do, like activate Spotify, 
um, and all of these other things. So like I can add, like I'm gonna add extensions. So I'm gonna have to go through because there's thousands and thousands of them. So I wanna go through and like get that um, going and try and like boost it a bit, I guess. Oh, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. So I think it'd be it'd be better to uh, do something like that. So I know probably tomorrow I'm gonna go through and deconstruct my Twitch and get that all cleaned up for 2021. Yeah, I think uh, I can probably I'll probably work on that a bit tomorrow too. <laughs> Okay, well, that's all the big stuff for channel updates. So hopefully you guys are all excited for that. Whenever you guys are listening to this, me and Trevor are back in office and ready to do more intensive recording and excited for 2021. Um, and I almost forgot to say, we didn't even say in the first clip, Happy New Year, everybody. Welcome to the new year. Uh, we're in the old year still, so tell me how it feels. If it feels the same, I'm scared. If it feels different, I'm very excited. <laughs> And yeah, I'm super excited. Anyway, so excited for the new year. Are you hyped for your new creations, Trevor, for this following year? Sorry, Trevor. my what? sorry, my brain's oh. pissed out. Um, <laughs> sorry, I'm just trying, I'm just trying to I'm I'm like looking through everything, trying to figure stuff out. Um, nope. Are you excited <laughs> for all your new creations in the new year? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you okay? It's been a long four days, man. I've had four days off, and it's like, I didn't want to take my time off, but they're like, you gotta use it. It's like, fine. Ugh, I'm happy you go back tomorrow, though. But yeah, um, I'm, I'm, I'm ready for the new year. I need, I, need a, I need a new start, for sure. Oh, yeah, that's I, the best part about it. I need one. No. Okay, so our next big section is the news, and we got lots of fun end-of-the-year news stories. And then to think that next podcast we're going to have 2021 news stories. Isn't that exciting? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll see you guys on the other side of the break. Please enjoy your five-second interval of music. See you in a second. <laughs> Welcome back to We Need to Figure Out How to Save Our Passwords and Password Manager. I mean, Xbox Weekly. Okay. <laughs> You're going to get a whooping if you don't shut your mouth. <laughs> Trevor doesn't know how to save his Twitter passwords. Anyway. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. Welcome back, guys, to The News. Brought to you by your two favorite people in the world. <laughs> This week we got a lot of, honestly, I, I kind of hunted down just a lot of like stories to end the year because obviously we are pulling in the year, we're ending 2020, we're starting a new wonderful year. Um, and so I just looked for stuff that I feel like would be good to end the year on and maybe think about going into 2021. First of all, we have my favorite news story, which is from, hold on. Oh, it's from Windows Central, um, Zachary Bodie. And the big old title on this baby is Minecraft had a huge year in 2020 and it's slowing, it's not slowing down for 2021. Um, so this is what we opened with on the show, talking about like some YouTubers and stuff really think that 2021 is going to be Minecraft's year. Um, 
And it sounds like Mr. Zack has about the same ideas. <laughs> he said, he said, um, in the article, he quotes a lot of stuff. Like he thinks it's one of the best Xbox games for kids, just period, because it is so easy. It's easy to acquire, and it's on every single Xbox dating back to the 360. Um, he said that the Nether update really brought them up, and then after their acquisition in 2009 to Microsoft, they've just been really on an upward streak. They did say that right here, he has a quote like Mojang is no more. Earlier this year, Mojang celebrated 11 years since they became um, a company-wide rebrand as Mojang Studios with a new logo. This is also a celebration of Mojang Studios expansion and the new games the studio has overall. Um, and that was a big thing, I guess, that like Mojang is no longer known as Mojang. Now it's Mojang Studios. Um, and I guess that is a pretty big thing for them. Obviously, following up, there's been over 100 million copies of Minecraft sold that's going on more than 131 million of Bedrock and over 200 million of Java. Um, some of the biggest updates, including another update and the Aquatic update, have really overhauled the game to make it more enticing even to older players. It's very widely accepted as like a family-friendly game so that you and your parents can get into it just to allow everybody to enjoy it. And believe it or not, Realms and Realms on both Java and Bedrock have been very big this year, I guess. Obviously, everybody being away from each other. Um, if you're on different editions of the game, it's one of the best plays, ways to play with each other all the time. He also has Education Edition because Minecraft has been slowly inching into education. They have a dedicated education, just, um, education version just for middle school and high school. Which I will say, I love Education Edition. I haven't tried um, it yet. <laughs> which I will say, one of the biggest things is Education Edition, I think, is just, it's pretty much Minecraft, just with added quote-unquote mods. And I think the biggest thing about it is just that, like, if you're a young kid in middle school and you're playing this and you're having fun, and then you go home and find out that they have a version for your Xbox or your computer... I can definitely see a kid going home being like, oh my gosh, can I download Minecraft here too? You know. On the flip side though, there is always a possibility that like it kind of ruins it for them. <laughs> and they go home and see it on Xbox and they're like, why would I ever want to play that again? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I hope most schools use it very well. <laughs> um, oh, oh, I did see this. They're also releasing a Minecraft series on like how they made Minecraft and they're doing it on their main channel, uh, the Mojang channel. And they're just releasing like the basics of where Minecraft came from, like how they made the sound, how they made the blocks, all the stuff like that, just to kind of let people be in first person. And finally, of course, one of his biggest points is our wonderful ray tracing. Because <laughs> I'm guessing, let's quote me on this so that we can hold me uh. at the end of the year. I'm guessing by the end of 2021, we will have full ray tracing across every version of Minecraft, if it's possible. So like obviously on Nintendo Switch, I'm guessing that's not possible because that hardware is just too outdated. On Xbox Series S and X, it's possible. On Windows 10, it's already it's possible and already implemented. And I'm, I'm waiting to see if iOS gets it because with the AI cores that Apple has been doing, with their new chips. I'm not really sure 
how implementation would work, but it sounds like the logic cores in there might be able to substitute for the logic cores and the dedicated GPU. So we'll see if any ray tracing comes to iOS. There might be no ray tracing at all, it might be a hybrid. Um, I'm guessing that they're probably going to be, well, I hate to say it, but a little bit lazy because obviously people on iOS really aren't looking for ray tracing. So I'm guessing they'll be a little lazy and just let it go. <laughs> but I am intrigued to see if they see any possibility in it because it's obviously a pretty decent possibility. Minecraft Dungeons, I'm excited to see where that goes. He mentioned that as well. Minecraft Dungeons obviously boosts the popularity of Minecraft a bit. Um, it seems like he, oh he, yeah, he mentions that Minecraft Dungeons has been doing really well. There's cross-platform now, which makes it way easier. Uh, oh, and finally, obviously, Minecraft and Minecraft Dungeons is on xCloud. And as xCloud bumps up for the year, it seems pretty exciting. <laughs> so what do you think about that, Trevor? Um, well, I think it's, it'll be very interesting to hear or like to see what all they add into all these games and like, like you said, like ray tracing on iOS, like an Android, like that'd be, that's a big step right there. So it'll be, oh yeah, it would be awesome to see that. It would. I'm intrigued to see what they do with that. Cause obviously they would probably have to work with either Apple or Samsung or whoever to try to do that, which would be pretty interesting too. So it's interesting. I think that there's definitely the opportunity. Do you think the Minecraft will pull it through at either equal or more popularity? Um, I don't know. I think there's still a lot of work to be done there. Uh, we'll see what, see what they can pull out. So you think it'll either, well, let's say, just to be theor theoretical, let's say, um, you know, the Minecraft dubs are perfect. They get out all the updates on time next year. They work out all the bugs. How do you see the game going if they do everything right? Uh, I honestly think the game will probably skyrocket and it'll take off um, a lot better than it has ever done. Like, obviously, yes, games are meant to get better, but like, honestly, I think that it'll pull in an audience wider than um, it has before. Okay. Um, and then what do you, do you think that there's a possibility that it really flops this year too? Um, I guess it all depends on how, like, the update works, if it works properly, um, with everything and stuff like that. It all depends on how everything works out, and so. Yeah. I think one of the biggest hits is, like, Minecraft this year had almost, well, first of all, it had more than 50% of every other viewership on YouTube, um, but it, it had just under the amount of views that second, third, fourth, and fifth place had on YouTube in the gaming space all combined. So when you combine the viewership of second, third, fourth, and fifth place, and you combine them all together, they have slightly more than Minecraft by like 10 billion. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it seems like Minecraft is still going very hard on YouTube since it's more than double second place and it's almost more than the next four following contenders <laughs> so i'm excited to see where it goes obviously that shows a lot of opportunity because being that high up on the list that leaves a lot of possibility for growth in the future 
Yeah, I think. Oh, here we go. Over one billion watch hours. Yeah. They had a specific statistic on it, but I can't. I don't know what the runner-up was. I think it was probably. I'm guessing it was Fortnite, but probably. You know how it is. <laughs> yeah, they don't list it here, but. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah. But yeah, so I think Minecraft has a lot of opportunity, and I'm excited to see what it does, obviously, this coming year. What's our next one? Oh, the most anticipated games of 2021. So we have... Let me publish this. Oh, the Washington Post. So this was a little bit of a a straight up... uh, Well, it was a surprising article from a more professional paper. Um... But they just go on to list some of the biggest games coming out for 2021, obviously. Um, and some of the ones that have a lot of hype behind them. Obviously, Hitman 3. Lots of people are super excited for Hitman 3 just because um, Hitman 1 and 2, for some reason... Well, I shouldn't say for some reason, but really hit it off with audiences. They do mention Deathloop. Oh, Deathloop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. PlayStation 5 and PC exclusive. I'm... I haven't seen too much about Deathloop. Have you seen too much about Deathloop, Raymond? I've never even heard of it. Or, oh my god, I called you Raymond. <laughs> Trevor, you can tell what time of the night it is because I'm calling you different people. <laughs> uh, it's a PlayStation exclusive. I'm excited to see that. Uh, Halo Infinite. What are you I have heard a game? bit about that. I'm, I'm looking forward to that one. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm happy that they pushed it back because the trailer obviously kind of really flopped. <laughs> on launch i haven't seen their trailer yet so yeah people were really critical about the gameplay preview trailer they released for i think the game awards or something before that and so they announced that they were going to push it past the xbox one launch because it was supposed to be a launch title and then they can't or didn't cancel it but they pushed it back i think till summer of this of 2021 Mm. uh obviously far cry 6 we mentioned that earlier um does it have a release date on it no, I don't think they they don't have a release date here. But that's obviously highly anticipated. It's I guess it's being pushed up a little bit because of Cyberpunk 2077. Because <laughs> people were pretty disappointed in that, so this is like their next look up. <laughs> God War. Oh, God of War, the sequel. Uh, this is just rumors, but there's a lot of rumors that there's another sequel coming to God of War, but Obviously, there's no official name even tagged to it, so we'll see how that ha- um, how that works out. Um, oh, Hellblade Two! Have you seen stuff about that? I don't think so. That's an Xbox Series X and S exclusive. Uh, it's a really anticipated game. It's one of the studios that they bought out. I forgot which studio it is, but it's pretty highly anticipated. It was at the Game Awards 2019. Uh I'm excited to see what happens with that. Resident Evil Village, obviously. Horizon Forbidden West, which is a PlayStation exclusive. Mass Effect Legendary, which is a PlayStation, Xbox, and PC game. Coming to the new and old editions. Uh, Psychonauts, which is Nintendo... No, not Nintendo Switch. That one is Series X and S, yeah. And PlayStation. Oh, Super Mario World 3. They're having an update to Super Mario World. Oh no, here's a big one, because it's a PlayStation exclusive as of right now. We'll see if it stretches out, but as of right now, uh, Five Nights at Freddy's is releasing its next game in the genre, Security Breach, only on PlayStation 5, 4, and PC. Ooh. So, I'm intrigued in that, because they have the other, um, 
they have the other editions of the Five Nights at Freddy's games on Xbox. So I'm wondering if that was maybe just a launch exclusive or a timed exclusive or something like that. I can tell you. <laughs> that was a lot of it. Then they had Cyber Showdown, which I don't think is going to be super big. It's like an 8-bit game. It's going to be big to niche people, but I feel like that's not going to be a big hit home, honestly. And they have a few other little niche games at the bottom, but not that big. But yeah, I feel like Halo Infinite, um, Hitman 3 will definitely be hitting home. Far Cry 6, I'm excited to see what they do with that, because they obviously have a lot to live up for. Hellblade 2 will be big for Xbox. Resident Evil Village will be fun. All really big games, really exciting. If you guys want to look into them more, obviously just look up their names. I'm sure there's rumors and other stuff about the release date. I haven't seen much. Right now, the rumor mill seems kind of empty because we're kind of coming out of the year, so everybody's (laughs) kind of taking a break. But I'm excited for most of them. Hellblade 2, I'm really excited to play because that's supposed to be a really dramatic and beautiful game, I guess. So I'm very, very, very excited about that. Um, Next little sub-article we have is just from Windows Central. Um, And they're just talking about Microsoft Rewards. Do you use that much? Uh, kinda. I mean, it's here and there with that one. Do you, like, whenever you see a quest pop up, do you turn it in, or are you kind of like... <laughs> I don't really... It? I'll check out. I'll look at it, like, maybe every few... Every once in a while, I don't go on it very often. I was on it today to see, like, what rewards I have to collect, but... Yeah. I'm actually... I will say I'm pretty consistent, not gonna lie. I do get on there pretty consistently. Um, Definitely daily, but... I used to. <laughs> Aside from that, not really like crazy. I haven't turned in rewards for a while. I'm kind of just building up points for whenever I do want them because they started to do like you could buy games with points and stuff. And so right now I'm just building up points just to like maybe get a gift card and buy a game with it. Hmm. But that's super exciting. Um, They just said a lot of people obviously don't utilize it. Case in point, Trevor. <laughs> I mean, they're they're tough. The only issue with them is the points are way too high, and you don't earn them very easily. Like they're very hard to earn. Well, you have like, to be involved. Well, yeah, but like I feel like what they don't realize is a lot of people can't always be involved. A lot of people have jobs or school, and so people can't just spend forty eight hours straight just hammering through this stuff. Like, oh yeah, it. it you just it doesn't work that way so i think they need to kind of reconsider a bit of that and make at least make points a little easier to gain or like because it's tough like it's really tough so yeah and i think um i think that's kind of the point is obviously there's a decent ceiling because they don't want to give away free money but i will say it's honestly not that hard like you get 500 or some points every day for just going on any xbox game pass game so i almost always get the 500 points just because of minecraft (laughs) and then a lot of their stuff like their biggest one recently was they did like 35 dollars if you spent 35 dollars on any of the games that are on sale right now all you have to do is go into it and claim the points and you get 5,000 points where do you Um, do that what the heck i just paid i just bought the new game or did that end? Uh, no, it's still going on right now. I just turned it in today. You just have uh, to go in and claim the points. Well, where do you claim it at? In like the what? in the app, in the rewards app. Oh, on the app? Or like the app on the console? Okay, but like, what's it under? Because like, I'm countdown not... game safe sale punch card. 
I'm looking at that. The holiday right punch now. card? Oh, maybe that's what it's called. This is the the person who wrote this is from England. There's this called Countdown Game Sale Punch Card. <laughs> I forget what mine said. I think mine said that or something like that. Maybe it was holiday. That's punch not card. even popping up for me. Oh. It was at the top of the yeah, it was at the top of the suggestions for me. I don't know. But yeah, you just That's have to spend thirty five dollars, and so they were kind of angry that you had to spend thirty five dollars, but also like five thousand points is enough to get like a five dollar gift card. I think. Um, let me see, five thousand eight hundred is a five dollar gift card. So like, you kind of low key if you spend just like ten more minutes or earn some other points, you get a five dollar kickback for a thirty five dollar purchase, which isn't too bad, honestly. So it seems like the article just points out that people underutilize it. There's a lot of free money. I actually didn't know this. You can set up auto redeems. Yeah, so, that that automatic that got set up for me somehow, and it's like I don't know how, but I didn't. I don't. Um, I didn't have anything set up for it, and because I just checked it whenever I saw the article. Uh, but you can just set it to like do five dollar gift cards. So if you have like Game Pass Ultimate, if you end up earning enough points that month, like it'll take whatever amount that you have a gift cards off before it charges your card and so let's say you've been having a really good week and you've been logging on every day and getting those 500 points and stuff um you just could get like 15 dollars worth of gift cards and not have to pay for game pass ultimate that month so it is kind of useful uh and even if you don't i feel like most people probably if they care at all and try to visit it at least once a week they probably do get almost 5,000 points every week or every month so you can probably always get five dollars off game pass ultimate too which isn't too shabby, honestly. <laughs> hmm. And it seems like it's honestly, I see why Microsoft does this so much is it's probably mainly it does get you to do certain things. Like if you want that $5 gift card, all you have to do is play like they'll always have quests like pay, play cyberpunk for 20 minutes. And so it's like, you know, if you already have the game, if you just do it for 20 minutes, you get 10,000 points or something crazy like that. So I see the appeal, but um, I do think it's kind of eh, but also free money is free money. So yeah. even if you don't utilize it, you're just kind of losing out on free money. So you can't really complain if you're not utilizing it because you don't get hurt by it. And if you are utilizing it, you get a free $5 or so every month if you even care about it a little bit. So it's like, it's really not that bad, but it could be better. <laughs> yeah. And that's what he points out. He was like, at the end of the day, it's free money. So you can't really complain about it but there are some minor improvements that could probably be done just to make it more fun and make it more involved so it's interesting i do get it it's a it's an interesting little thing and then we have one of our big stories which is digital trends coming out and saying that they the, the article title is literally can't find a ps5 xbox series x is the better long-term choice anyway <laughs> <laughs> Which is a pretty bold claim. This was by... Oh, boy. <laughs> if you look up this article, you'll be able to correct my pronunciation of this. Um, Giovanni nah, <laughs> Calentino. <laughs> For all of you looking up the article, you can laugh at my pronunciation of his and or her name. Not really 100% sure. Their name. Um, but he just mentions that like he sees that the series X doesn't have many exclusives at launch or anything like that, but long-term with the Microsoft ecosystem that they've invested in um, the way that they're doing consoles now with Xboxes are, there's no longer going to be generations for now on. It's going to be kind of like smartphones. 
So eventually it gets outdated, but they'll hold on longer prospectively. Um, but the other big advantage is your library will always go with you for now on period. So if you buy a game on series X, if you get a console and Xbox in 30 years, that game will still be available on that console and it will be the best edition of that game possible. <laughs> and they already started that with Xbox one pretty much because almost every game has smart delivery. Um, <clears throat> oh my gosh. Got a frog in my throat. Um, but there are some people that have taken advantage of that, like uh, like our lovely Call of Duty game. <laughs> it does have smart delivery, but if you want the Series X and S version that has all the optimizations, you have to pay an extra $10. <laughs> Which is a little rude, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. If you don't care about those optimizations, you can get the regular $70 to $60 one um, that will just play on both consoles normally. It'll just be the Xbox... On the Xbox Series X, it will just be the Xbox One X version. And on every other Xbox, it will just be that appropriate Xbox version. (laughs) So how do you feel about that article? Um, Do you feel like Xbox is going to be the big contender for this generation? Do you think it's going to outsell PS4? Uh, And do you like the idea of them not doing really generations anymore and more doing the smartphone thing where they just sequentially upgrade the consoles every single year? or every two years to have stronger hardware and then just keep going like that? Um, well, honestly, they could probably, because, like, Xbox is always, like, trying to push out new consoles as fast as possible, which, in the long run, I feel like is kind of making them lose a bit of money. Um, PlayStation's kind of playing it smart. I think, I think every, like, five years would be a good amount of time for a new console, because that way, by that time, it's like consoles have time to, like, your console runs. And then it's like, by that time, that's when it's finally starting to slow down or something. Because, like, I still have an Xbox 360. And I've had that thing for, oh, uh, I want to say, like, Lord 10. Lord even knows how long. I, I want to say I wanna, I've had that thing for, like, 10 years or something. And it, it's just, it just started, it started slowing down. I want to say maybe about three years ago. So like it's old, but like it, it ran for, it's been running for a long time. And so like it, I think personally, they really don't need to run. Like they don't need to push consoles out as fast as they're, they really are. Well, yeah, but if you think about it, it's just, you know it's the same as smartphones. Like, does Apple really need to release a new iPhone every single year? No. Um, but are there people out there that will always buy it? Um, well, yeah. Well, are there are there always people out there that will buy it first? Some of them will always buy it just because it's Apple, of course. Um, but are there some people out there that honestly just want to keep improving their phone and get better technology every year? Yes. There's also, I feel like a niche in that sector. And so I think that's why they want that strategy is because are there people that want an extra two frames every single year on all their games? Heck yeah. Like there's PC builders that buy new GPUs every single year just for the fact that they can get an extra 10 frames or whatever in games, even though they are already running at 250 frames, so do they really need it? Um, But then there's people like you and me that just get a console every five or six years because we don't really need 
crazy frame rates all the time, but obviously eventually technology just gets old and you need to upgrade. <laughs> yeah. And so that's the thing. That's why I, I like this strategy that they're doing because they're saying, you know, if you want to keep your console, then you can probably keep it for upwards of 10 years and still be playing games that are just being released. Obviously, maybe not at 4K60 after 10 years of age, um, but you'll be playing them. Maybe at 1080-30, maybe at 1080-60, who knows, but you'll be playing them. Um, and if you're a person that wants the new shiny stuff every single year, then every two to three years, you'll get a new shiny Xbox that you can upgrade to if you want to. You know, it's all up to you, just like smartphones, which is why I kind of like that new strategy. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so that's why I like it, because it allows flexibility, because it sounds like they're not doing planned obsolescence either. They're just trying to honestly cater to everybody. So they're having really every console will try to have a, a long longevity. Like, I think they're shooting for like the Xbox One original range, because obviously that's been supported until now, and it's technically still supported. So like upwards of eight to ten years until you really, really need to upgrade. <laughs> So I don't think that's too bad. Does that sound like a good, like, do you feel like that's enough time, eight to 10 years, or would you want them to last longer or shorter? I mean, honestly, I think a console lasting longer would be nice because, you know, after a while, you're probably going to want to go back and check out all the old stuff that you played on your old consoles and stuff. Like, I know, like, I haven't played on my Xbox 360 in just like two years or so. It's been a long time. And I'd like to go back and like check it out again. So, oh yeah, and that's the thing. It's like now with backwards compatibility, whenever you have your new console, whenever you buy your new console, you'll be able to go back and play them on your new console. Um, and with their longevity thing, like those games will never become outdated. Like if your console's twenty years old, you won't be able to play the newest games anymore. But if your console's hardware was still good enough for some older games, then you can always play those older games on that console. So that's where it's kind of... Well, actually, smartphones kind of do that too. It's just app stores kind of push you into obsolescence. (laughs) But generally, if you you would have an app from 2013 and you never updated it on your phone, it would still work the exact same as it did in 2013. Um, But obviously, newer apps that require more won't. So yeah. it's kind of that strategy. I don't I, think that's too bad. I just like, yeah, I mean, yeah, I can play all my old games and everything on the new consoles, but it just doesn't give you that, that like old nostalgia kind of feel though. That's the only other thing. Cause you want it to run at 30 FPS still. <laughs> Boy, if I'm going to go back and play call of duty, black ops two, I want to play it right on the 360 the way it was meant oh to play. Gosh. Lag and everything. frames a second. <laughs> My lord. Yeah, some people are like that, and that's understandable. So, uh, everybody has their niche. I kind of like the new strategy because it gets the. I feel like it. It's a better way to, um, capture your nostalgia. For me, because I know whenever I go back to play those games and they run at fifteen or thirty frames a second, my eyes like hurt because of how crappy they run. <laughs> And so the nice thing about cross compatibility now is like whenever they add cross compatible games, they improve them. So like now all your old Xbox 360 games run at like 60 FPS and they have like HDR. And so now it brings your nostalgia to life because like back in the day, that's how it felt like it felt like it was 60 FPS and HDR. But in reality, obviously, it was 
RGB and running at 30 frames a second, dipping down to like 15 sometimes. <laughs> yeah. So I like that because it like almost holds together your nostalgia because it makes it better so that you don't remember how crappy it actually is. <laughs> um, what do we have next? Oh, yeah, I guess we have so like e- so the new story is from comic book gaming um and it's xbox game pass is rumored to bring another huge subscription service so obviously we know ea play just joined our team for 2021 and possibly beyond hopefully it stays for beyond um but now it sounds like ubisoft might want to hop on the train and add ubisoft plus to the xbox game pass and sequentially the xbox console <laughs> That would be nice. Because I'm not sure we have. I've never seen it. I've seen EA play on Xbox before it joined Game Pass. But I don't think that Ubisoft Plus is on the store by default. I don't think it is. So it will both be rolling out to the actual console and to the service in general. Um, I'd be really excited because you would get all the Assassin's Creed, all all the EA stuff. Does that seem interesting to you? I mean, I've always wanted to play the Assassin's Creed games because, like, they look really cool. I just, I, I haven't been able to. Like, I don't want to buy them as well. Like, I, I do, but I don't because it's like, would I actually like play it all the time? Probably yeah. not, just because it's like it's a single player game. Yeah, and that's like I like playing multiplayer games or something like that. Oh yeah, and that's my thing. Like I love first person games, so you know that I have the majority of the um of the Assassin's Creed series. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm excited to see that. That would be interesting because they have lots of sports games and other stuff too. You know, EA it has like they have a whole library. Yeah, I'm downloading yeah, I know, I'm downloading Fall Fallen Order right now. Considering it's only been downloading for a short period of time, it's at sixty nine percent right now, which is going a lot faster before uh, granted it's only like 38 gigabytes but compared to like the 97 i had to download with call of duty but still like yeah. before with cod i was getting like maybe 25 megabits per second now right now i'm getting like 40 to 50 so i oh, don't yeah. know i don't know why what's going on oh yeah so that's exciting. I'll be excited to see Ubisoft Plus come to there, all the Assassin's Creed and other stuff, because that's Watch Dogs and everything too, which are obviously huge franchises. So hopefully that turns out well. I really hope that that deal maybe gets struck, because that'll be a really nice ad. Um, our second, we have a like a little mini story. Um, just commentary on like CPUs and GPUs right now. NVIDIA, AMD, or sorry, NVIDIA. Um, AMD and Intel all have been kind of pirate or not pirating, but really slashing um, slashing prices and kind of ravaging the field for GPUs and CPUs right now. Just nickel and diming bigger companies and little companies, and then definitely kind of cheating off the consumer. <laughs> There's just been lots of stuff because, like, um, like with Nvidia's new uh, new gpu releases they've been like out of stock all the time they're kind of overpriced for how they're balanced with the um power increases and overall it's just it was very disappointing well it wasn't disappointing across the board but it lots of people mentioned that they're good and lots of people will buy them but they definitely wish that they would have just given it a little bit more love (laughs) 
And then, of course, we have the PS5 and Xbox Series X, which both retail for $499. But right now, most people are getting them for, for the PS5 at about $800 and for the Xbox Series X at about $700 <laughs> because of the ravaging prices on eBay. <laughs> so, scalpers. Oh, yeah. So scalpers are doing upwards of $300 to $400 markups, which obviously is not great. Um, how do you feel about scalpers, Trevor? <laughs> about scalpers? Yes. I've never even heard the word. The scalpers mean people who buy bulk things that are selling out, collect them, and then sell them at a 30% or more markup. Oh, the... You, so what they're doing with Series X and PS5. They're terrible people. <laughs> <laughs> like, straight up. Like, I get, like, if you... The thing is, like, a lot of people will do that, and then it's like, they don't ever, like, keep one for themselves. Like, it's it just seems pointless. Like, get a job, lazy. Like, you, yeah. if you have the money to spend on doing stuff like that, why are you doing it in the first place? Yeah, you should just be happy with your job and just buy one PS5 and enjoy playing the PS5. Like it, like yeah, and I bet a lot of those people don't actually even keep one for themselves, which is really sad. <laughs> um, and of course, that also goes to GPUs. Like the RTX 30 series, the top of the line 3090 is fifteen hundred dollars MSRP. Um, but on eBay and other sites, it's going for around two thousand um, dollars around two thousand dollars to like 1750 so somewhere in between that range uh which is obviously pretty bad that's upwards of a 30 percent markup as well Uh. and you know that's really sad because that's just the high-end cards like that's for people who are video editing people who are hardcore gamers people who are doing creative work and so that's honestly just bottlenecking creative people like it's just honestly being extremely rude because not many people are going to get the 3090 because it's a $1,500 graphics card so it's not for everybody and so for the few people who do get it now they they don't have high stock anyway so they buy out all the stock so it has super low stock and then they have to go out and spend $2,000 for a $1,500 card just because they want to continue to do their passion or they need it for their creative work so that's even worse because Xbox Series X and PS5, it's like, okay, lots of kids get consoles, lots of people get consoles, so people know that if they buy them, their parents are going to have to spend that much money on them or whatever, blah, blah, blah. So it's still evil, but it's also like it's a lucrative business move. Like you understand where that's coming from. Um, but the RTX, like the 3090s, it's like this card is so niche. There are so few people that are going to get it. But they just want to pretty much be like honestly a hundred percent evil and just keep it out of everybody's hands. <laughs> like I feel like that's the worst thing. You know what I mean? I feel like I feel like when new stuff like that comes out, they should limit it to one per person. I know. Yes, honestly. <laughs> Instead of people walking out with ten of them. Yeah, and that's what like that's what I'm saying. You know, like there might be only ten of these cards on Amazon. Because they obviously, the 3090s, like the high-end RTX series is always a super low yield because they know that it's like 5% of their sales. (laughs) 
So that's the thing. There's like 20 there, you know, there might be only a thousand that actually exist right now because they only turn out like a thousand every four months or something. And then somebody goes out there and buys like 500 of them. (laughs) So you either have to import it from Europe or you have to go on eBay and spend an extra $500. (laughs) Like it's just so ridiculous and sad. (laughs) Yeah. So that's sad, but it happens. I hope that it really, I hope that NVIDIA gets there. Well, first of all, NVIDIA has no excuses. They're a huge company. Their whole thing is GPUs. So that's extremely disappointing that they are letting that happen. Um, and with Xbox and PS5, they're obviously huge businesses, but they do churn out games, handle so much stuff. So they can't be fully blamed because this has never happened before, really. But I am happy that most of, like PS5 has come out with an official statement, or play, I should say PlayStation. PlayStation came out with an official statement talking about how they're going to do better with the next console release. Um, and Xbox Phil Spencer has said in multiple interviews that they're working on new strategies for the next console release on how to like limit scalpers and really assist the progress. <laughs> um, then we just have a new things. Obviously lots of people have been coming out with new games for, or lots of people have been coming out with lists of new games for the Xbox series X and S because a lot of newcomers, newcomers are coming to the console. So Engadget just had a tiny little story from Devin Hardwar, 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 um, and he just lists off some of the like the most iconic games on Xbox. So Gears Five, um, Sea of Thieves, State of Decay, Sunset Overdrive, just lots of big games. Honestly, for anybody who's looking for new games for the console, just get Game Pass, explore it, find out what games you like from the first party, from the third party studios, and just work from there. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. And then, because you already need Live, so for $5 more, you can get Xbox Live bundled in with Game Pass Ultimate, and then you're good to go. (laughs) It's definitely worth it. And then finally, we have Digital Trends. This is just a small little side thing for the niche people. Um, Jacob Silva wrote an article about a 4K gaming monitor um, that's going for $100 cheaper on Amazon. I think it's, yeah, it's at $630, which is really good for a small little... 43 inch um beautiful little monitor for your desktop um it's just a cute little thing and i just want to tell people that there's a cool sale so look around i'm sure that it's in every news story right now because i guess the sale is going on for about a week um so by the time you hear this you have about seven well five days so go get it (laughs) (laughs) and i think that is all of our news stories do you have anything else big that you saw in the news lately trevor not really too much (laughs) okay well, I guess I will do in for our new section now. We have one little cute final section listing off just me and Trevor's game of the year and all of our sequential game factors. Um, and then we'll wrap up the podcast. So here's a little break for you guys, a little five-second interlude of music. Um, please enjoy, and then whenever we get back, we'll list off all of our biggest picks of the year, and then we will sign off and say hello to 2021. Mm. Welcome back from break. <laughs> so now we're just going to go over the big list, our game of the years. Um, and of course, we're going to save the ultimate game of the year for last. But we'll be starting with, we have just some mini categories. I think we have one, two, three, four, five, six mini categories. 
Um, so first, best game with friends from this year or just in general, um, I picked Minecraft Dungeons. And this was really only because Minecraft Dungeons was super fun. I almost had more fun in Minecraft Dungeons with you guys than I did in Minecraft OG. And so I just felt like it definitely deserves some love. Um, uh, so how about you? Two things. Um, first, before I get into my game, um, I never played Minecraft Dungeons. Who did I play it with? I, it wasn't me. Because I was really like waiting and waiting to play. And then it came out and I was like, I was so excited. I had it downloaded. And then I was waiting because Riley and I were going to stream it together and he yeah. couldn't get it to work. And so I never ended up playing it. Oh my gosh. I, feel, so I swear I, I played with Riley. I don't know who else was there. I need to install there. it on my Xbox and you're we're going to have to play it. Yeah, we can play it. Uh, I absolutely loved it. Because I have not played it. Oh, Tristan and Dylan. Uh, I haven't played it, and I feel so bad. Oh my gosh. I really wanted to play it, and I never got to playing it. I feel so bad, because I really loved the game. Yeah, I remember. It was Tristan and Dylan I played with, actually. I don't remember now. And then Riley did join in one time. What? He never... Every time we tried to stream it, he could never get it working, so we had we ended up playing just regular Minecraft. We only did it for like five minutes. <laughs> that kid. Um, <laughs> but so now, best game with friends from this year or in I general? Would, I honestly, it was kind of a tough debate because um, Minecraft obviously was pretty fun. But I want to say GTA 5 because we would, uh, we didn't play it a whole lot, but uh, we got to do heists and all sorts of stuff and kind of vibe together. And it was a lot of fun. I, was about to say, I definitely see us enjoying GTA 5 in 2021. Yeah, that's for sure. I think that'll be... Um, I feel like that would be a really cool like stream idea. Like We could probably do some streaming on GTA 5. And... After Dark. Yeah. <laughs> I would like yeah. After Dark streams on GTA. I think uh, when I get enough money to start the, the new heist, which I still... I don't know how to say We're it. working on it. Oh, KO heist. Um... Once I get enough money to start that, or you know, any of us can start it, I think that's an yeah. immediate like I'm recording, let's go, <laughs> or maybe I'll stream yeah. it or something and then put it on YouTube or whatever. We'll see. But I think that that would be fun because GTA, reg- like no matter like it's an old game. Like GTA Five came out back in 2013. It'll be eight eight years old yes this next september yeah 20 september of 2021 it'll be eight years old and that game has showed no signs of disappearing and i love it i just want to say they also keep updating the graphics very subtly like every once in a while they just give like hd remasters and stuff um and i think that's definitely been keeping it alive because if you look at gta from launch till now it's like so shocking how many changes have been made visually that you don't even notice if you play it daily. Yeah. But it's just like internally kept it looking fresh in your mind. <laughs> um, I love the game. Oh, it was absolutely amazing. Um, so most interesting mechanical game. I gave this one up just because I wanted to 
have a category for games that maybe broke out or had different mechanics or just had an interesting pull aside from like a first person shooter or a story game. Um, And so I had subliminal, it was released and it went kind of under the radar, but it was so amazing. It was a game all about, you look at things at certain angles and you, it's all about perspective. So if you want an object to be bigger, then you throw it across the room. And when you go to pick it up, it's like huge. Like it was such an interesting game and I've never seen a game with those kind of mechanics. And it was so clean, had next to no glitches. Um, and I think it was from a really small studio, which is really awesome. Hmm. So how about you? Did you have any interesting games that just sparked your mechanical interest in them? <laughs> um, so I had one. I can't remember the name of it. So I picked the next best thing. Um, but- for me, I want to say, because I back, I think it was at the start of the year, back in like January last year. Yeah. Um so than a year ago it was human fall flat and i played it back then because it was like i was big at the time and i played it because it had it was free with game pass and me and one of my best friends who i've grown up with we played that we played every level together we we zoomed through every level in i think three nights because we all we had school at the time this was before covid ruined our lives (laughs) so we um we we had school so we would game until my mom came down and yelled at me to go to bed (laughs) um just it's such a simply made game but it is for what it is it is amazing and i I, have been one of like the glitchiest free games ever like yeah it really is like you can cause any glitch you want in it and it doesn't destroy the game like other games would and i loved it it was it was meant to be glitchy and that was the beauty of it i loved the game oh yeah i was about to say there's just no game breaking glitches like there was never anything that was like obviously non-intentional like most of the glitchy kind of physics and stuff were kind of intentionally built in almost yeah that's yeah Um, (laughs) i did like human fall flat i haven't played much of it but i definitely do want to revisit it one day because i haven't played it in forever i need to because i think i heard since i last played i think at least one or two levels has come out so there's still one big level release i didn't get to play yeah there's a new one so i want to try that out yeah we'll try it um so now most underrated game this is just a highlighted game that either we feel has been underrated in general or if we just feel like personally it just requires like a nice little attention and shout out case in point in our cute little podcast um for me it was a hundred percent bleeding edge this was an xbox studio original it was from ninja theory which is one of it's just a very nice in general studio um and it it just blew me away i love it it's kind of like overwatch or um I can't think of any other games that compare to it more directly, but it's like an Overwatch style game. Um, But it just has so many different mechanics. The maps are interesting and it just has like a lot of really awesome things that I feel really match well with the genre that it's in. And it's just a, a more original and fun game that I feel like I can go on my Xbox for 10 minutes, play two rounds and then log off. And I feel totally fulfilled. You know what I mean? Like it was just amazing. Yeah. Um, how about you? What was your most underrated game? Funny enough, uh, mine was actually Overwatch. Um, I get it's an older game, but I started really playing it a lot this year. I bought it, and 
I started playing it, and I just... It, it's a fun game. They're quick, easy lightning rounds. It's nothing too bad, nothing stressful. I mean, you get rewards for playing, which is nice. Like, you always get some sort of reward, and I... I feel like a lot of people have kind of hated on it or, like, ignored it or pushed it away to the side. And I think, like, it could be a little better with, like, the recognition. Because it definitely deserves a lot more recognition. They still do. They keep up to date. Um, sending updates through. <laughs> I see what you're typing there. Stop it. <laughs> um, but... It, I just wanted to add one more because I thought about it. <laughs> um, but I think it was it was definitely definitely something cool. Um, That's why I promised no more ads. <laughs> um, but like, yeah, I think that Overwatch they, they definitely... do their holiday events. So like right now, there's the winter event going on, so you can win like and earn like winter themed items, winter like token boxes. They do summer yeah. events. Over Halloween, they had Junkensteins or like the Junkensteins thing. I don't remember. I don't remember what it's called. I didn't yeah. play it too much around Halloween because Halloween was a busiest time. But they have like <laughs> they they do their um they do their their like things around the around the like throughout the year. Like they keep it up to date and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, and I think that's like kind of a model that a lot of games have been doing lately, and I kind of like it. Um, either doing like bi-yearly releases and just having really big games with tiny DLCs, um, or having like a game as a service kind of thing where you update it frequently. And there are microtransactions and stuff, but mostly you just get a big game that you can play all the time, and then you get the option to support them through cosmetics and other stuff like that. Some games are a little more lucrative and they sell like kind of nickel and dime DLC or kind of like buy gates. But most of the time, I feel like that model has been actually pretty healthy. Do you like agree? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So next, the biggest flop of the year. <laughs> we can both agree on this one. I was about to say, I'm pretty sure that we came up with the same one on this one. Um, it was, uh, sadly, it was Cyberpunk 2077, which I know is the biggest surprise to everybody because it came out so cleanly and with no problems. Um, but yeah, it just, I was excited for it. I didn't overhype myself. I was excited for it. Didn't read the news stories. Just stayed chill. Even kept my expectations a little lower, just in case. And they still somehow undertook my low expectations, <laughs> which is really sad. And I really hope that they get to fix it up. I hope by the end of 2021, unlike most underrated game of the year, Cyberpunk 2077. Um, but it just oh, it came out of the it came out of the it came out of the waterworks on fire, <laughs> and the extinguishers are not putting it out. <laughs> yeah. You know, how did you feel about the release of Cyberpunk? Um, I never really followed too much into it, but and I haven't seen too much of it. But you know, I'm 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 looking for, I'm looking for the bright side. Oh yeah, and I hope that it gets fixed up. I, um, I do want to watch it when I or want to play it eventually. So. Oh yeah, and we'll keep up with that, and I'm sure that we'll have a comprehensive review whenever it gets fixed up and actually starts working. <laughs> 
Uh, so next, the big one, the best comeback of the year. So this is a game that we either feel really hit off this year or maybe a game that just was slightly underrated or maybe it could have been an underrated, year of, uh, underrated game of last year and it just came back and grew its player base and really showed itself off this year. Um, mine was, and this will be slightly unpopular, but mine was Fallout 76. Boo. Just because if you watch any of my streams <laughs> or my videos... <laughs> You'd see me complain about it literally every two hours. <laughs> but for all my complaints, the first game that I downloaded on my Series X was Fallout 76. The game that has never left my Xbox One's hard drive is Fallout 76. Um, and I will say now that with the new hardware on the Series X, Fallout 76 hasn't even been optimized yet. But I finally get to experience the game at a lock 60 FPS instead of a 60 FPS whenever I stare at the sky and 27 the rest of the time. <laughs> um, and I will say it definitely like made me just slightly more excited for the game because I could actually shoot things and feel responsive. I could actually build stuff and not feel stressed out. And I didn't get headaches every two hours. <laughs> yeah. So how about fair. you? What was your like big contender for this year for a game that kind of pulled itself up by its britches? <laughs> I think um, a lot of people probably say it's from like last year because like oh it's like ten years old. But honestly, I think this year uh, definitely with the new update, I think it would have to be Minecraft for me uh, because the Nether update I think really changed the way you play the game. It inspired new builds, um, all sorts of different like items, and so I think definitely that it definitely changed the gaming community with like how minecraft is and i think it definitely took its turn like yeah it was kind of on the decrease it was dying out a little bit but not too much but i think with the new update um it definitely changed everything the everything is a lot different and i think i think it was this update with 116 that they actually changed a few of the textures yeah yeah. So that was also another improvement. So I think Minecraft is definitely making a comeback and has made a comeback from with this year. Oh yeah, and shout out to that artist. The entire time that he was making that texture pack, he would tweet out textures, and if people didn't like them, he would change them, which was so awesome. Um, but yeah, I definitely agree with that. I think Minecraft was an awesome one that came out, and like I do think that was a big thing. Like This update revitalized it. It recreated stuff. It was just an awesome update, and I definitely see where you're coming from. Um, so next, this is another bad category before our two last great categories. We have two categories that I think we're both going to be excited about. Of course, Game of the Year, and then a category that I literally just made 10 seconds ago. Um, this category is the buggiest game of the year. Um, for this one, I only played it whenever I got the Series X, and I was so excited for using ray tracing and 120 FPS and stuff. Then as soon as I turned on ray tracing, I got kicked out of it every three matches and then even when i turned off ray tracing i got kicked out every 10 matches and i got multiple errors throughout the game whenever i started up and everything which really harpers my experience still Um, getting errors yes and i'm still getting errors and it was call of duty cold war and it well it is call of duty cold war um i love cod i've always played it um but the heavens above cannot save this game from breaking on my Xbox Series X, which is the top of the line hardware. And yes, it is a little glitchy because it's a new console and obviously it still needs a little bit of steaming out. But 
I have 12 other games in there that I've clocked more than three hours in each, and none of them have had any problems with the new hardware. So it seems to be a little bit of a niche. <laughs> you didn't even say um, what the game was. Call of Duty Cold War. Yeah, I did. No, you didn't. You just yeah, rambled said... on about it. No, I said it was Call of Duty Cold War. I go, it's Call of Duty Cold War. <laughs> oh, I didn't hear that. Um, But yeah, it's Call of Duty Cold War. It was pretty rough. Disappointed a little bit, but I'll power through it, and hopefully by the mid of next year, I'll be playing it happily. <laughs> <laughs> so how about you? What was your buggiest contender for this year? Um, I didn't really have a buggiest game. I guess mine's more like a laggiest game. Uh, mine was Rocket League, and I always have this issue. Every time I try to play the game, every lobby and match I play for like the first four minutes of the game it's always laggy. It's not until it's the last, it's always like the last minute that it's like, finally like, Oh, you're here and actually trying to play. Oh, here you go. And it's just, all it does is like, I love playing rocket league. It's so fun, but trying to play online matches, it, all it does is lag and it's, it's a pain. I love the game, but it just lags too much. And I, I can't stand it. Oh my gosh. I've never actually had that many problems with it, but obviously like, you know, it all depends. Sometimes lagginess is just luck. So sadly, it seems like that game just doesn't like you. <laughs> Apparently. Um, finally, we're down to the last two big categories. So our surprise category is Game Creator of the Year. So this is surprise a person... Surprise category. Okay. <laughs> That's what we're calling it. So this is a person that you either discovered in 2020 or a person that you felt really shined in 2020 or was just a great overall creator in 2020 um and just really pulled you for laughs and happiness i haven't really talked about her on anything except for to like to my friends obviously trevor knows that because i send him videos and clips of her every 10 minutes um well not every 10 minutes but like yeah it was a, a streamer a streamer on twitch from new zealand called granny and she is the most iconic wonderful creator in the world i love her so much and I realized that I didn't give her any love. And so I was like, okay, we need a category just to enjoy creators because she needs some love. <laughs> <laughs> so what was yours, Trevor? Uh, so mine is like, uh, he goes by like many names, but like uh, mine's like the gaming terrorizer on uh, YouTube or like terrorizer or like whatever. Um, he's on YouTube. He does stream on Twitch every once in a while. Not a whole lot. He's actually he funny enough. He's actually crew? live on Twitch or on YouTube as of right now. Um, no. <laughs> uh he's from ireland he's an irish youtuber um Isn't he on the vanos crew yeah he is oh, okay i thought so yeah he is so um i've been watching him and all of their videos like for a long time but um he is actually the first person i have ever actually donated to so um like i can he's he's uh i love watching his videos his streams he's I feel like he's pretty under, underrated as a YouTuber. He doesn't get as much appreciation or recognition as he should, um, which is kind of sad because he's a great YouTuber. He's a very nice, kind guy, um, and it sucks. But So I, I donated to him. He's the first and only person I've donated money to um, oh. for stream and during streams. So yeah, I've, awesome. en- I've always enjoyed his content. Oh, yeah. Um, And finally, of course, our game of the year. 
I'll let Trevor do this one first since I've introduced every single um, category. But this um, is the game that just made our year. It completely was the best game that we've had fun with. And it's a game that we just want to say is like sponsored by us pretty much this year because of how awesome it was. Um, so Trevor, what is your game of the year? um so this one was actually a really tough choice i ended up actually going with color duty cold war um mainly because i have been really loving zombies um it is i get on and i'm just grinding out kills after kills of zombies leveling up like there's no tomorrow zombies has just been really fun i've enjoyed it i've been doing i haven't even tested out the new dead ops arcade or anything i've been, oh, I haven't either. Which is which sucks because I've always loved Dead Dead Ops Arcade. It's always really interesting. No. Um, but I haven't tested it out, and I really, I really want to. So I've got to try that out yet. But I've really always enjoyed. Um, I've been really enjoying the Cold War uh, zombies. So that's so awesome, and it's funny that like my buggiest game is also your favorite. Yeah. <laughs> Um, no, I agree with you. Call of Duty Cold War was awesome. I think if it would have been less buggy, it definitely would have inched its way up the list. I don't think anything would have topped what I have at the top of the list. Um, but I think Call of Duty is probably down at third or fourth by now because of how buggy it has been. Um, but I still love it and I can't resist it. So I do think that's I think that's an awesome choice. And I second how fun zombies and I think multiplayer is pretty fun because I've, I've seen that you... I've been enjoying it more with the little fun modes like prop hunt stuff. <laughs> oh yeah, I've been I've been really uh, enjoying screaming at my TV. <laughs> <laughs> um, so my game of the year was uh, could you believe it? It was a um a Xbox Game Studios exclusive to Xbox and PC, and it was called Tell Me Why. And this was a story game. I can't remember the studio right now, but this was a story game all about the exploration of two siblings. And the one sibling was, um, he was transgender. He was a female to male transgender. Um, And then the other sister was just a normal run-of-the-mill sister. And I think the best part of the game is first, the story had me like in tears at some points. It had me crazy driven. It had the life is strange magical weird vibes and it had lots of really intense drama that was close enough to real life that you almost felt like this might be a true story um and second i love because obviously i'm very supportive of the lgbtq community and all that i think that i've made it um unbelievably clear in the past (laughs) and i still do now Um, And one of the biggest things is that this game isn't a transgender game. It's a beautiful story game about siblings. And so I think that's what they hit home with is that they aren't arcing on the point that one of the characters is transgender. The reason for them being transgender is for them to explore that because games don't explore that much and to allow people to see what that can be like and how hard that can be sometimes. But that's not what the game is sold on. Um, I don't even think I knew that until I played the game and people started talking about it and reviews and stuff. And so they make it very early clear that the point of that character is for you to learn about that kind of um, the hardships and the hardiness and the kind of person that you sometimes don't get to meet because obviously transgenders aren't super duper common. Um, 
and so that was more about just exploring that and so i love the game because of that but i mainly love the game because first of all it doesn't arc on anything like that and second the story honestly moved me like crazy and i have no idea why but it just goes crazy um so that was my game of the year absolutely unbelievable and i definitely hope that tell me why 2 comes out and i cry again <laughs> So I think that is all the big games for this year. So the ultimate top of the games game, the ultimate games of the year from Weekly Gaming on Xbox is Tell Me Why by B2 Gaming and Call of Duty Cold War by Mini Penguin. <laughs> yeah. So that's awesome. I, um, I'm really excited for 2021. I'm happy that 2020 is over. Are you excited for 2021, Trevor? Oh yeah, 2021's been a hellhole. <laughs> to say the least like there's no other way to put it it's that's exactly what it's been it's oh, yeah. gonna be nice to get out of this year and get a change and hey we made an amazing friendship out of it still oh yeah um, i definitely would not be here uh yeah. where i'm at right now without 2021 i guess oh yeah so thank you guys for watching i hope you enjoyed the podcast please check out our previous episodes and check out our new episodes they come out every single friday unless we're on vacation which never happens unless it's christmas <laughs> and i hope that you guys have a wonderful day and uh like i said check us out on twitter youtube everything else on our gamer tags and etc etc and i hope you guys have an amazing 2021 since it's the first day i hope it's starting out strong and until next time I hope that you guys have the most absolutely amazing day or night. Have a good day and goodbye. Peace.